0: Assalamu wa rahmatullah. Welcome back to The Latest Hour, where your host Yahya al-Hashimi
1: and Bilal Ali.
0: And today we have our guest, Yaseen. Yaseen, would you introduce yourself?
2: Sure. Uh everyone. My name is uh, Yaseen Seaton. Born and raised here in Edmonton and um, was invited to come on to uh, the finest hour, is it called?
1: Latest hour, the latest the hour. The latest
2: hour, sorry. I, I knew that, I knew that. And yeah, uh, yeah I'm looking forward <laughs> to chatting and, and to being here as well. And uh, also Ramadan sure. Mubarak to both of you as well. Ramadan
0: yeah, Mubarak to everyone, inshallah. Everyone listening today? Today is the first day of Ramadan, like uh, from our recording date. And yeah, how's Ramadan going for you, Yasin?
2: Alhamdulillah, so far so good. I'm not going to lie. I uh, took a nap, which was nice, so, yeah. like, like about half an hour ago, 45 minutes ago. So uh, that was very nice. I had a full day of work, though, so it wasn't a lot of meetings and everything. And um, I think Mm. I adjusted pretty well to, like, having no coffee and no tea. So overall, pretty good.
0: Yeah. it's probably the hardest thing, the like,
2: the no coffee and the no tea in the (laughs) morning, especially. Yeah. And you know what? I'm even working from home. And the challenge from working from home for the past, what, six weeks now has been, like, I'm really bad for snacking. Like, I'm always snacking on something. So, like, mm-hmm. I end up in the kitchen a lot more than I mean to with a bowl of, like, fruit or chips or, like, bread or olives or something. I'm always snacking on something. So, not having that, I've been telling you, is definitely uh, it's a curveball. Yeah, it's, it's, hey, it's probably good that Ramadan came,
0: huh? <laughs> I'm the <laughs> same man, <laughs> and
2: it's, it's
1: kind of it's tough, you know? Ramadan is, Ramadan is hard for me. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: yeah. I I mean I kind of agree with you. I don't know. Like before Ramadan started, I was fasting like you know, uh, you know, two days a week, mm. like you know the Sunday days, uh, Monday and Thursday, mm. and like I feel like today was way harder than those days. I don't understand yeah. why, but it was those days I chose to fast. This day I have to fast. You know, I don't know some psychology behind it. I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like people who uh, who are introverts. But when it's time for quarantine or isolation, they feel trapped mm-hmm. and it becomes harder to be alone when they're all when the people usually enjoy being alone, it's okay. but when you're forced mm-hmm. to be alone it's different, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I was just gonna say do you uh do you wanna'cause you were talking about how you were working today and stuff, so do you wanna tell the people listening what you do
2: uh, sure i um started a new job a little while ago, actually uh my first day on my new job was with the uh, Edmonton Police Service as a community relations coordinator. Was on March 16th, so the first day I was uh, did some, you know, onboarding stuff. You have some meetings, hand some papers, all the stuff. I got to set up my desk for about an hour and a half before we had a meeting, and everybody was sent to work from home. And I have not been back at my desk since then. So I spent a total of about uh, maybe two hours at the office so far. So it's uh it's you know it's interesting adjusting to a new job um mm-hmm. on its own by itself it's it's, it's you know it's, it's hard enough sometimes mm-hmm. but then you add on like covid-19 and it's a whole another ball game
1: That's, yeah. Uh, yeah
2: yeah
0: so like for you what is, what is your job like uh, like about like, i'm kind of confused on that
1: <laughs>
2: so i work with uh, Edmonton police service and i work on just main, making sure that Edmonton police service Uh, You know, we have good relationships in the community, whether it's um, in indigenous communities, in, um, you know, uh, black communities, in the Muslim community, with newcomers, um, you know, just making sure that uh, as a whole um, we're trying to be an inclusive and um, accessible organization um, that deals with people as they are and, you know, addresses their concerns and addresses their needs and whatnot and, you know, sort of identifies, you know, potential um you know points of conflict maybe or maybe some ch- challenges that we might have organizationally like we I work to identify those things and and work to to, to hopefully inshallah build a better organization too yeah
0: inshallah mm-hmm. and so like so for you like which which community do you work in
2: mostly uh so I'll be involved in a lot of different communities um i think uh, the areas that i'm focusing on uh myself is going to be um um, what well, used to be our uh, like you know, advisory council, so working with the Muslim community, the African communities, indigenous communities, um, LGBTQ communities, and newcomers in general as well.
1: Okay, before this job, since you just said you just got it, so um, before this, what were you doing? Because I know you told me you do a lot of community work, so what were you yeah, doing before this?
2: I used to uh, work with the um. Uh, with the previous Alberta government, so the Alberta NDP. And I used to work specifically uh, in the area of like Millwoods or Southeast Edmonton. And I used to work with, um, you know, different stakeholders and community organizations and just making sure people felt like they had a voice in government and had a voice uh, at the table as well. And uh, I worked to sort of like, you know, highlight those voices and make sure that, uh, you know, we're addressing what, what communities need. So sort of in a similar space. Uh, but for a different organization. Yeah. yeah and I didn't a ma gap between, uh, between when I left my job and when I started my new job. So uh, I took some time to sort of travel and uh, you know enjoy life as well. So Alhamdulillah, that was good
1: too. Alhamdulillah, that
0: Yeah. So wait, for, for you, it must be like, uh, like as a community, like relations and stuff, it must be very different. Like now that you know COVID-19 has said, like you can't really talk to them face-to-face.
2: And that's basically a big part of your job, no? Yeah, you caught on uh, as as a challenge, yeah. the new job. So it's definitely mm-hmm. something that's supposed to be um, very like organic, very face to face, very yeah. like going out. For do you guys like z- z- Zoom people. the whole community? <laughs> Honestly, that's literally what we do. i have Zoom chats like all day, Love. and some of them are like the fifty people. So it's, yeah. it's become a reality. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's very interesting.
0: Must be must be hard moder- uh, moderating your chat, as big as that.
2: <laughs> Thankfully, I'm not sure that's moder- moderating, per se. Um, but I think people are catching on. Like, you know, people are developing, um, uh, like, people know the rules uh, are catching on to the rules of good behavior on, like, on, 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 on chats. So, you know, oftentimes you'll find people in real life if they're sitting at a, at a meeting face-to-face. Uh, people mm-hmm. might interrupt each other a lot people might talk over each other a lot people might um, you know try and like say things at the same time all this stuff but usually on on on, on chats and everything people will like raise their hand and like not speak over each other because then it cuts out so i mean mm-hmm. i'm i'm seeing good things happen too uh even through uh some of the challenges yeah that's interesting
1: yeah I feel as though after this, uh, like after COVID-19 happened and right now, I feel like there's more of a a sense of community nowadays. Like people are more connected because we're all going through the same stuff. We're all experiencing the same things. So it kind of feels like even though we're like all self-isolated, we're all away from each other, it kind of feels like we're still connected in a way. That's actually an interesting point. Uh, I never thought of it that way. Like,
2: we're united in our struggle now.
1: Like, everyone's yeah. going through the
2: same thing. That's actually a really mm-hmm. interesting point. And I think um, that's very true because even people who have been, like I said, laid off of their work and whatnot, everyone is sort of like is earning the same amount of money now, is going through the same thing. It's Yeah, I think people are, are learning to be nicer people as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: People have been connected through isolation, which is kind of weird to say, but like, yeah
2: basically yeah and I mean, like even with us, like I remember when isolate when we were first you know um instructed to isolate and stay at home and whatnot, like we sent letters to all of our neighbors, like just a handwritten letter just saying, hey, you know, you know we know things are getting um it's un- uncharted water right now. If you ever need anything, if you want us to go do some shopping for you or you know buy some medication for you, do whatever, like let us know, here's my phone number, here's our email address, like let us know. So that's not something that we would would have done before, not because we were opposed to it, just because I guess the the need wasn't uh, wasn't there. So I think you're right. Like in in some ways, uh, people are connecting better. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, oddly enough, I was talking to one of my friends earlier today, and you know, for a long time, I thought I was an introvert, and I thought like isolation or quarantine would be good for me. Like I love being at home at like at 9 p.m. Yeah. a book and some tea and like just chilling and you know doing my thing but honestly like this has been extremely difficult for me like i didn't realize how extroverted i was and maybe it's because like i'm forced to be at home now it's challenging but uh yeah it's uh it's it's definitely it's it's, it took a while to sort of adjust and adapt and uh pivot to a world where like you know what my reality is um i'm at home only now and (laughs) it's a rare occasion where if i go to like Superstore is like a big deal, you know. It's going out. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, definitely. Like, like today, I I went to Costco to like get some groceries and stuff, and like I dressed up in a nice dress shirt. I don't know why. I just I just <laughs> wanted to wear it.
1: <laughs> Literally, you know.
0: I had to stand outside like thirty minutes just to get in the line for for, for Costco.
1: Bro, <laughs> oh, yeah, my mom was yeah. in. Uh, she went to Costco, uh, like, last week, too. And she was standing there for, like, an hour and a half.
0: Is that a yeah. line to get inside the store? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she probably went on a busy day as
2: well, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, not, that's mm-hmm. an outing for people now. And even, like, my mom generally... Like, I love grocery shopping. Like, before I used to go grocery shopping, I enjoy it. Uh, but my mom came out grocery shopping as well. And um, she had a good time. And she was, like looking at stuff and like look you know like usually when you go to the mall it's like oh i love this and you go try things on and stuff she was doing the same thing at costco so i'm like what's, what's come what's come what's come of this uh, quarantine that even you are enjoying like grocery shopping now yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's definitely a yeah, different man. uh different experience different time i mean now we have something like when we get older we have kids and all this like this will be you know uh something that we can tell our kids you know a story we can tell them
2: you know, we hey, finally hey, hey, <laughs> before you get to telling your kids about it, you're not you. We're not sure if we'll if quarantine will be over yet. Like, what if quarantine lasts for like years? Oh you my never God! know. Yeah. you never That's know, hollow.
1: bro. <laughs> I can't. I'll be bail Honestly. <laughs> I can't even it's joke so about long. it with a serious. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, don't jinx
0: it. Don't jinx it. Don't talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: bro, yeah. I don't know might.
1: if I can last like another year in here, man.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll tell our kids. Brother, now. I don't know if I can last another two months in here, bro. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, but I think like Edmonton is doing fairly well. Like I've heard they only have a hundred active cases currently, which is not bad at all.
2: Yeah, I think Edmonton's doing really well. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm I'm concerned about um, people in the U.S. and um, yeah, the, the, the U.S. is like. <laughs> yeah, honestly. like at least you know yeah. when when you look at uh, different organizations that are doing like volunteer work and different things, like edmonton for example, uh Mac is doing mm. mac packs, like like the the care packages for people who are in need. and you know, different yeah. organizations have different things that are similar, you know they're similar things. like we're not worrying mm-hmm. about our health care. We're not worrying about like you know something essential like that in the u s, people are like worried about, basic healthcare so so yeah, you know, like, yeah the main concern of the people there is just like it's wild and the numbers yeah. are staggering yeah. and you have a president that's saying inject like friggin Lysol into your arms and like get oh my oh, god not even get me started on Donald Trump
1: well <laughs> <laughs> this crazy, guy gosh. was saying like remember in the beginning when this first started this guy was saying that it's not three percent in my opinion it's uh less than one percent <laughs> like <laughs> bro what do you mean in my opinion like if, in my <laughs> bro, you can't have like an opinion in this. It's it's facts. Have you guys
2: seen uh, his uh, his uh, news press release yesterday? He was telling he was telling uh, the doctor that was beside him that they, that she should explore the idea of injecting um, disinfectant and um, like very bright lights to treat the virus. And the doctor is sitting there like, oh, yes, like, you know, we'll we'll explore that. We'll try that out or we'll see if there's something yeah. there. But he's just getting crazier and crazier. And it's just reality. You,
0: you know the doctor that he has placed at the top of the CDC, right? Uh, I think his name is Redfield or whatever. Right. Mm. This doctor has apparently, like, uh, what's it called? Ripped off the U.S. government almost $200 million or whatever for an AIDS cure that never worked. Like, that was back in the early 2000s, right? And now he placed him the head of the CDC. Like, you know, this mm. man.
1: <laughs> that's really. crazy. Donald it's Trump crazy, is yeah. not, he's, he's not fit to be a president. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's my like, opinion.
0: This is the worst situation that could have ever happened while in his presidency, I mean.
2: Yeah. yeah and that's a scary part too right like mm-hmm. that all of this is happening well like even in alberta like this is happening well the alberta government the jason kenney government is like putting cuts to healthcare, is cutting staffing in hospitals from yeah. doctors it's cutting nurses it's cutting cutting away nurses education system is being cut like you know it's, it's a difficult time and um, mm-hmm. government policy decisions will impact people's everyday lives more than ever now of course yeah, I mean, what's it called?
0: Uh, like, as much as, like, some, some people say, you know, it's U.S. politics. It doesn't really matter to us Canadians. But, like, you know, like, the U.S. is really a big part of Canada, like, if you think about it. You know, without without the U.S., we don't really have an economy.
1: <laughs> it's not just the, uh, Canada. It's the whole world. Like, U.S. is yeah definitely one I of mean, the I mean, no, especially, biggest...
0: especially with the coronavirus cases, like, w- we really depend on the U.S. So, like, the U.S. goes into shutdown. We don't really have anything to rely on.
2: That's true, know? and I think yeah. even 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 like beyond the economy, which you know the U.S. is I think um, one of the top five or ten GDPs. So obviously they'll they're going to impact mm-hmm. the world economy. But even socially speaking, um, what happens in the U.S. you know our borders are are quite porous. Um, rhetoric in the mm-hmm. U.S. you know seeps into Canada really easily. When you look at people yes. who are rallying to deny the existence of the the COVID nineteen and to hoax, it's fake, and people are protesting and gathering, it's 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 actually stupidity. Yeah. And even people Flo- who Flo- like Florida people, Florida people, what can I say? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or even Trump's use of the term like the Asian or Chinese virus, or like yeah. you know, it's just stupid things that you know that incite racism and bigotry that mm-hmm. will when 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 it's normalized there it won't take long for it to become normalized here, which is the unfortunate reality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That that too.
0: I mean, also, what's it called? Like, for example, you heard about, like, when Donald Trump tried to, what's it called, limit, like, the 3M masks to only the U.S.? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, come on, man. You know, lives are, like, on the line, you know? You can't just do that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So like that—that's—that's that's a big part. So if the U.S. goes into shutdown, how are we gonna get our protective masks? You know, just for that. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, the protective masks aren't really like the big problem. <laughs> like there's there's a lot bigger no, things I mean, relying on the U.S. You know, that we rely like, on the U.S. for.
0: If what's it called? Like, because you know, for the medical medical people, right? If you can't control them not getting sick, then who can you control?
2: Yeah. You know? I mean, supply chains are important. Like, you know, and I think as, as a society and as a community, um, the reality of understanding who is and is not an essential worker is also seeping in as well. So I, I do enjoy, like, I do, uh, um, it, it warms my heart when I see people who appreciate, you know, people who work in the fast food industry or who work in grocery stores and whatever, like, when they're appreciated more because they are yes. an essential. An essential service for us and yeah. how much we rely on them is 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 more and more evident now right so like there mm-hmm. are silver linings you know i think they're you know allah talks about like you know the the good things that come uh will always come and uh mm-hmm. like you know they, they'll they'll become more apparent as time goes on which is mm-hmm. just um i think they'll they'll mm-hmm. there'll still be there'll still be beauty in the in in the challenge yeah
0: mm-hmm. What do what do you think about how
2: Justin Trudeau has handled the coronavirus situation? Uh, interesting. We're getting to politics more too. <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> yeah. he's actually done a fantastic job. Um, I mean, there's things that you know you're looking at with hindsight that you know should have been done earlier, mm-hmm. like um closing yeah. borders and more rigorous testing at airports and everything. Um, but on mm-hmm. the whole, honestly, I think he's doing a bang up job. And like, you are looking at. Uh, at other places that are looking to canada to see how we're doing things uh, you know we're making sure that uh you know people are able to survive off yes. of, uh ei benefits and whatnot um it's been expedited as well um there, there there's obviously challenges when you're working with like a big problem so supply chain management i think was you know cited to be a major issue but on the whole i think he's doing uh, a pretty great job and through it all i think um, you know he's provided some stability and some um some measured responses um so if people yeah, feel at least they're more
1: comfortable i agree yeah
0: yeah i feel like also what's it called justin trudeau especially like you know he, he has a very calm nature right he, he yeah. really tends to also calm down the nation i mean i feel like that's a very also a very important quality in, in a leader of a country don't you think
2: i mean if you're talking about calming people look at dr dina Henshaw who has been like yeah. who's become like who had this like not not monotone voice, but she's a very calming demeanor and I feel like people just listen like I have friends, for example, who just listen to her mm-hmm. to like to be calm or to feel calm. And it's 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 hilarious, but it you know it's true.
0: Yeah.
1: And okay, so kinda relaying back like a, a while back when we were talking about uh Ramadan in the beginning, we were saying that it's the first thing of, of Ramadan and stuff. Mm. Uh how do you feel like Ramadan is gonna is gonna change or be different this this year.
2: You know, I've been thinking about that for a little while, and um, I'm still not sure how I feel about uh, COVID's impacts on Ramadan. And I think, like, I've on the on the one hand, communally speaking, collectively speaking, as like a jamaah, I think we've done a really good job. All right, miss I'm, 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 my opinion at least. I think yeah. we've done a good job of pivoting to like. A virtual community, um, a digital community like, um, virtual programming. The virtual mosque has become, I think, more and more of a reality, and I've been impressed with the way we've been able to adapt. Like, you know, when 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 we talk about mosques, generally speaking, uh, we're not talking about tech savvy, progressive, like, you know, we're talking about generally speaking, like, older animals and, yes. and and aunties who are like running the show who might not be able to pivot that well to to, to technology. But they've done a really yeah. good job so far. So I've been impressed. I think there's a, I think there's a saying that says innovation. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I forgot what it was. It's um, Circumstances Is like it? the mother of innovation. Mm-hmm. That, you know, oh, our realities, yeah, yeah. whatever happens uh, yeah. will push us to innovate. And I think it's been happening pretty well. On a personal mm-hmm. or a familial level, I think uh, I'm excited to, like, like simple things like praying most of my salah with my family and, like, doing taraweeh as a family. Yeah, that'll be brand new we've never done that as a family like a week specifically we've never done that as a family uh like every yeah. now and then you do qiyam that night with your family with that's normal but like mm. on, a, on a regular consistent basis doing Week together um i think it'll be new and mm. even i think we're finding new ways to try and become more festive so for example i went out and like bought a bunch of like holiday lights um yeah. Earlier on. yeah and we're putting up like ramadan light to be more festive and um yeah and i think we're trying to find ways to adapt uh to still celebrate and to rejuvenate ourselves and you know I'm picking certain um programs that i'm going to commit to be attending regularly as well but it's, it's i think it'll yeah. be a learning process like we'll, we'll have to get, mm-hmm. be easier on ourselves and, and let ourselves figure out what what does and doesn't work
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah and like i feel like as like as bad as the situation is with coronavirus and everything i feel like it's it's like you know we can use it as a good opportunity, you know, especially as Muslims or even anybody, you know, work on our mental health, work on our religious health, you know, mm-hmm. everything, you know.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, you know maybe maybe our bodies and our minds and our souls, maybe that we need a break from from the hustle and bustle of the world, and mm-hmm. um, you know we can use this as an opportunity. Like how many people can say that they've spent the entire Ramadan with their family? Like not very many people, yeah.
1: right? And and blessed yeah, it's a bustle. I mean, I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately, where I'm like, it's actually not that bad, because I train a lot, I have a lot of school and all of this, so this kind of, this gave me a break, you know? Uh, mm. I mean, we're still doing school, we're still doing all of that, but now, like, I kind of have my own times, I can sleep in a little, I, like, it's not as stressful, it's, I feel like this was a much-needed break for, for the whole world, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like even myself, I'm actually like the opposite of you Bilal. I, I, I didn't used to train a lot before like with with yeah. school and stuff because I had a lot of load on myself. Uh-huh. I, I had a lot of you know, the high AP classes and stuff. <laughs> so then when uh what's it called? When like the corona stuff happened in the lockdown, uh, I honestly just went into it, you know. I've been working out every day like for the last two months.
2: So That's good, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: keep yeah, going.
0: Alhamdulillah. I like it it's, it's, it's been going
2: well. <laughs> <laughs> I want to use yeah. Ramadan as an opportunity to maybe like just eat less. Like I feel like uh just working from home, like I I'm a I'm a bad snacker, like I said before, like um yeah. if I can just like Honestly, I'll less, I'll, I'll give better. you a good tip.
0: Snack on peanuts. Peanuts fill you up really fast.
2: Oh, you yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. And uh like they do have fats but like get yeah, get like good peanuts. They have good fats, you know. They don't have bad mm. fats. So, yeah, peanuts.
2: <laughs> Noted. Yeah, for us, actually. Ramadan.
0: Yeah. Just make sure you don't eat them for Sahar, because you're going to be really thirsty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: How, is the, how has fasting been for you guys so far? Have you guys, like, is, is
1: it, uh, do you feel it, or? Man, fasting I mean, is always yeah. hard for me. And now, especially that I'm, like, staying at home, Uh, like, usually I'd be at school or training, so... You know, the, it gives me something to do. But now, like, when you're staying at home, when you get hungry, you kind of think, like, overthink it, really. And you're like, oh, I'm so hungry. And you start thinking about, like, all this food, this water, you know, drinks and all this. So it's, it's, I guess, a little bit harder, maybe, at home, in my opinion. But it's okay, alhamdulillah.
2: That's interesting. <laughs> how yeah, how's How has it been for you?
0: I feel like it's been easier, honestly. Because... <laughs> really? I, I honestly just, you know, sometimes I'd stay up uh, late after, what's it called, Suhoor, I'd, you know, read some Quran stuff, yeah. you know, maybe work work on a little project I have, and then I'll go to sleep, right? Uh, I mean, today I woke up early, but, like, some days I'd wake up late, right? So, like, then I'd mm. just, you know, just just stay awake for a couple of other hours, play a game, or, you know, even yeah. enjoy, enjoy, like, a
2: good religious, you know, video or something. Yeah, Have you guys, like, gone out on, like, walks and stuff very often, or not really leaving the house yet, or? Uh, I, I haven't, honestly, been on walks and yeah,
1: stuff. Yeah, I haven't either. I gotta start doing that. My sisters uh, do, but I haven't done it really yet. I've been mm-hmm. doing
2: that every day. Uh, I've been trying to, trying to do it every day, and a uh, uh, couple weeks ago, or, like, a week ago, we started doing it as a family as well, which has been nice, but I feel like um, it's yeah. it's been nice. Like, it's, it's not, like, it's not, like, working out, but, like, at least being active and, like leaving the chair and like leaving the couch and leaving like you know the leaving the space it's been good yeah. and i think even mentally it's been good for me as well and even like for fasting and stuff mm-hmm. like today's been a good day alhamdulillah like i had a bit of a headache like earlier in the or earlier in the afternoon so I took a bit of a nap mm-hmm. which was nice i could take a nap in the middle of the day and yeah. um yeah it was good it hasn't been too bad so far
1: yeah alhamdulillah
0: alhamdulillah yeah uh, i mean for me, I've been mostly, like, what's it called? I, I haven't been wait- taking, like, walks and stuff, because, like, I'll mostly, what's it called? You know, I'll work out. I have in my basement, you know, a treadmill and stuff, and I have, like, some weights and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'd work out every day without those stuff. But, like, yeah, I, 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 I should I should honestly go out more. Yeah, it, it kind of, ref- like, refreshes you, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah it, just, it, say, you know,
2: it makes me feel better.
1: Yeah, I have to say that, like, lately, honestly, like, I haven't really gone out at all, right? So... I'm kind of starting, I feel like I'm starting to kind of go crazy, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, I don't know, I feel so crammed and congested inside the house, you know, and so I do have to start taking walks, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I can imagine, mm-hmm. man, you can, uh, you can go crazy if you're just stuck inside the house in time.
1: Definitely, yeah. Yeah,
2: well.
1: Do you have any funny stories or funny encounters you've, uh, you've faced in your line of work or in community service or, just uh, yeah, like in general, meeting with people. Do you have any funny stories or something you want to say?
2: Yeah, I mean, interesting question. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, my line of work is uh, is never dull, It's always kind of different as well. Um, so it's cool that um, like in my previous job, for example, uh, we played a pretty big role in. Actually, we played a major role in, um, establishing things like. Um, Islamic Heritage Month, Black History Month, Sikh Heritage Month, um, Pakistani Heritage Month. Like a lot of different like recognizing uh different communities and cultures and stuff. And it's just like it's it's interesting, like, you know, myself, you know, being um uh, being being mixed, so I'm half Turkish and half Fijian and I present very ethnically ambiguous, so people can't really tell, you know, what my background is. You know, I get to work with a lot of different communities and you get to sort of like pick out the uh, the different quirks of you know different communities, whether it's like, um, yeah, everyone has their quirks, and I think uh, working within everyone's quirks is always fun. And being someone who, again, like you, you like, I speak a bit of Hindi, I speak some uh, some Turkish, I understand a bit of Arabic as well. Like I can pick mm-hmm. up things pretty easily, um, mm-hmm. and people don't know that, especially me, like looking like I'm more white or Arab. Uh, mm-hmm. People can't tell that I speak a bit of Hindi as well. So uh, there's always like. Uh, aunties and uncles who might be talking about me, uh, not bad things per se. Sometimes it's actually like very flattering. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have. Uh, and uh, they won't <laughs> say it to my face, but they'll say it in front of me, uh, thinking that I can't understand them, but I can. So I've always found mm-hmm. that to be kind of interesting or kind of funny.
1: Yeah, so I actually didn't know you spoke Hindi. So that's, a, yeah, that's <laughs> a new surprising fact. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 What, what, what do you think, like, as as for you like what what has been the greatest achievement you've done in your life like up to now
2: oh wow <laughs> what a question <laughs> big question <laughs> <our> greatest achievement <laughs> um i don't know that's a hard one i i i'm not sure if I'll, i i don't i'm not sure if i can speak to the greatest um but i feel like i've i've been able to build a relationship with um with my faith, with my Islam, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, and live a life that I feel like, generally speaking, um, like Allah would be happy with, like with, with me living my life in, 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 in this kind of way, like whether it be through community sure. activism or political work or or um, even like the, the friendship that I've built and the networks that I have and everything, I feel like I've done a good job of sort of like building um. Like my, like building on my faith in a way that, that does good for my community. And when I say community, I don't just mean the Muslim community. I mean for like yeah. the wider Edmonton community. I mean the Alberta community. Like I'm a very passionate, if you get to know me. I'm a very passionate Edmontonian. I have full faith in this city, its potential. I love this city. It's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. It's going to do great things in the next 15 to 20 years as well. Uh, but yeah, I feel yeah. like I've been able to contribute to a lot of different things as well. And um, doing that as a Muslim, I think, um, post like in me growing up post nine eleven as well is like it was not necessarily challenging, but like I think I've been able to do a, a, a good job of reconciling different different parts of my identity, and it's not something that a lot of people have uh, been able to do. And I think, Alhamdulillah, I think a lot of my mentors and like the work I've done with Mac and a lot of my mentors within Mac that have been able to sort of support me in doing a lot of different work um and learning along the way as well so uh, i'm not sure if that's going to be like a great accomplishment per se but uh it's Mm. something that i think i'm proud of
1: yeah yeah. i think that's uh uh, that's actually a a pretty good thing to be proud of yeah yeah especially like you said like being a muslim you know uh and like being involved in the community in this way in politics and Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only
0: the not yeah. only the Muslim community like that it's
1: from yeah no Muslim no I'm saying so. I'm the saying like community. him being a Muslim and being involved in the like wider community and like in all of that mm-hmm. it's it's quite amazing mashallah
2: it's inspiring
1: yeah alhamdulillah Definitely.
2: there's lots of space there's lots of room guys alhamdulillah yeah yeah
0: what's what, what's something that like I don't know something that has really touched you in, in your line of service
2: I'll tell you a story, I guess, um, and it's, 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 uh, it, it was, was when, I, when I first started in my, in my job with the, with the previous Alberta government, um, you know, we, we had to deal a lot, you know, as much as we did a lot of community work, we, did, we dealt a lot with people who were struggling and were relying on government for support in some way, whether it be through a shelter or through financial support, mental health supports, whatever, like the government has a huge role to play in the well-being mentally physically socially of its people right yeah. and i had somebody walk into mm-hmm. my office one time and uh it was a sister who was wearing a niqab and was wearing the hijab and everything and i said mm-hmm. and she came in and she was like you know uh i i need some help and assistance um i i might be homeless soon and i'm like oh, my, oh okay for sure like oh, you know God. sit down and you know and l- let me get a file started for you uh yeah. so we're chatting and everything it's like yeah what's your name and I'm like, oh, my name is Yassin, And she's like, oh, Yaseen, subhanallah, mashallah, I can see you here. Do you remember me? I'm auntie so-and-so. I used to live by the masjid. You used to live by the masjid as well. I used to know you when you were a kid. All of these things. And she's telling me stories of, of my childhood. And all the things that oh, she used yeah. to do. And she used to be one of the aunties. Like, I used to live by the masjid as well. Like, next door to the masjid, actually. She used to be one of the aunties to bring us, bring mm-hmm. us out, like, sandwiches or, like, some freezies or juice, like, in the summertime when riding a bike and stuff. And, like, like you know 20 years later now I'm seeing her sitting in my office and she's coming to me because of uh, she's facing homelessness yeah. Um, yeah, and to be part of like finding a solution for her to be part of finding her like connecting her with the resources that she needs not only made me feel better about like being connected in my community and like knowing my community and like being like being in the role that I was in but yeah. like it made me realize yeah. and recognize how important it is to have a government that supports its people when they're the most vulnerable when things aren't going right and when things are becoming challenging so i think yeah. it's uh, it gives me hope like to know that um we were doing that kind of work it, it definitely gives me hope yeah, yeah. A... especially when
0: it's like someone you know like very close and to obviously like, i didn't thing. recognize
2: it. she's wearing a niqab right like i don't know who she is but yeah. then she tells <laughs> me and i'm like oh my god i can't believe it's you like, oh, it's 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 mm-hmm. it's really it's really interesting
1: it's a small world exactly yeah. yeah man and subhanallah like people's circumstances can change so quick like you, they might like be like you might see them one day like at the mosque and you see them just helping out giving like g- giving stuff to the kids getting like giving them candy all this and then suddenly like a couple years later you just see them on the verge of homelessness like you said so it's crazy i don't know
2: yeah, and you know, like it's 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 important to recognize that our circumstances are not in our hands. Like when you know when you do the the morning as and you make the du'a, uh, Allahumma inni a'udhi min al-kufri wal faqr that yeah. you ask Allah. Like in the, imagine mm. the Prophet and the Sahaba are making the du'a like, "Oh Allah, don't uh, like uh, I ask for protection from like kufr. Like from yeah. kufr is like is a it, it major. It's something major. From disbelief is something that's major. Or you ask or uh, when the when mm-hmm. they say الْقُلُوبِ قُلُوبَنَا عَلَى دِينِكَ or like عَلَى دِينِكَ like I you're you the changer of hearts, you know, make my heart firm in your in your religion. Like the heart and our circumstances and our and our and who we are and what we do, these things change and it's not in our hands that they change. But to yeah. be cognizant of the fact that they can change and that it's not in our hands and to rely only on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is I think where like, you know, uh, it, it it's like a it, it sort of kicks in into your brain like you know these things are bigger than me my circumstances whether it be yeah. financially or mm-hmm. mentally or even with my faith and spirituality um these things can change and it's not in my hands
1: yeah I yeah. mean that's uh it's on the test, hands right? of Allah yeah. you know that's a test to like be patient in those in those times where your circumstances change for the for the worst or you
2: know yeah and to be not only patient but to be prepared as well like to make the du'a regularly that allah protect you from the evils of your own self and from the evil mm-hmm. of kufr and the evil of of you know sometimes knowingly or unknowingly committing shirk sometimes these things happen right yeah. and like but to be on guard for these things to be like mm-hmm. to be worried about these things to 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 for your concern to be the akhirah and how you stand with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah mhm yeah man yeah, what are you guys having for After today? Uh, my mom's making some Chinese food. She's Ooh. like,
0: today I, I can't really make something, you know, very special. So, but she's like, you know, I still make something. Like, yeah, she 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 can make some bomb noodles. Yeah, you know?
2: what is, So like, yeah. So, yeah. It is very special. Like, what's your, are you, you have Arab, are you Arab background or what's your? Yeah, yeah, I'm Arab okay. background. What's your, where is your <laughs> family from? Uh, Iraq. Okay. Man, I like making Chinese food. What's wrong? Like, that's very special. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no 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 and
0: like we like see here's the thing we we do it like what's it called often but like uh we don't consider it something special ah. right i don't know you know it's it's, it's different cultures yeah, yeah, you know
1: sure. yeah. yeah i mean today i'm having inshallah uh meat rice and vegetables you know kind of regular stuff but it's good alhamdulillah
2: very nice alhamdulillah. sounds good yeah.
1: what are you having
2: how about you um it's funny my dad um around like the time or i guess Juma'a time my dad was like making bread mm-hmm. so he was yeah. like he was like making the, the the dough and everything and then like around like the, uh, just after the whole time he, I, I could smell the air in the house was full of like fresh bread and it was mm-hmm. amazing and i couldn't like it was just i was going crazy so i think we're having some fresh bread yeah. with maybe some like um, like some like Turkish like stew, like a, a meat stew, and some rice. But
1: I'm I'm looking forward oh, to the bread. Yeah.
2: I can smell it still.
1: Man, you know, you just mm-hmm. talking about the bread and us fasting right now. I can. <laughs> yeah, man,
2: it, it got my mouth. Yeah, really.
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask you, like, do you have anything you want to tell to the audience, or I don't know
2: um honestly i don't know um it's it's a good question yeah <laughs> you you you've both been prepared with some good questions so kudos to you on on, on doing yeah. some good research Alhamdulillah. honestly i think uh just, it's a reminder to ourselves to just like be easy on ourselves um and take advantage mm. of like opportunities you know sometimes um things present in bad ways but there's there's, there's good there's still hate inside them as well Look on the bright side. Exactly, head. like you have to, you have to, you have yeah. to be positive. Like if you're gonna just be negative the entire time, it's it's gonna kill you. Like in mm-hmm. Like with every hardship will come ease, right? And um, mm-hmm. it, it's out there, and Allah's, you know, it's 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 a good package to be at home in Ramadan for the entire month of Ramadan. Like people, like you know, people like take time off of work so they can do this. And so <laughs> we used to take time off of work so we could do things like this. So Alhamdulillah, Allah is giving it to us now. We mm-hmm. can be at home. We can go off for walks. We can be with our family. Like, let's just try making the best of it, inshallah.
0: Inshallah.
2: Do you guys have any um, so, closing advice for me?
0: I guess, man, you know, keep on helping out the community. Like, you know, make us proud. <laughs> <Alhamdulillah>. <laughs> I don't know what to say, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, it, it's very inspiring, the, the work you've done, like, and like, the, like, you know, you talking about it today, yeah, I honestly, put something on my heart. Mm. So, yeah,
2: there's um, a social scientist, her name is uh, Margaret Wheatley. And uh, she says, uh, one of the things that inspire me is whatever the problem, community is the answer. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. things that we have in our community that we can, that we have to offer. So whatever yeah. the problem community is the answer. Hmm. Um, it's their words of wisdom that I think yeah. that inspire me a lot. I, I I enjoy I enjoy her work in the area of community. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's it it it, stick, it, it resonates with me. Whatever the problem, community is the answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man. And I think that's the a really good spot to end the podcast on. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah. Thank you.
2: No worries, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Inshallah. Uh, things keep growing and getting better, and hopefully, you have someone better than me to to, to interview. Inshallah, and
1: Inshallah, uh, maybe yeah. maybe we'll even have a, a second <laughs>
2: interview with you. You know, we never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have a good Ramadan for
1: everybody listening. Yeah. You as well. Yeah. Thank you all for listening at home. Stay safe and all that, and Ramadan Mubarak. And tune in for next episodes. Ramadan Mubarak.
2: Ramadan Mubarak, everyone.